0: Yo, what's up? This is the Water Buddies Podcast. This is the first episode. I'm Josh, I'm joined by my amigos, if you will. Uh, Travis, I'm the co-star. I'm Christian. I'm Austin. I'm Daniel. And uh, we're here to just talk about generalizations, you know, uh, video games, culture, uh, a teen perspective on life. Because. politics. Yeah, you know, people generally uh, assume that teenagers don't know what they're doing, and you know, they're very right about. For the that. most part, they're right. They yeah, know, we still have opinions. So. We still have opinions. So they may not matter, but they're there. We'll I start it guess. off with uh, what's been going on in our lives. Uh, who wants to start? We'll start with uh, Christian. Go. Is this is an AA meeting. Yeah, uh, I'll start. <laughs> I re- I recently uh, won an award at an actor show. <laughs> called uh, the Frannies. Called the Frannies. Yeah, uh, I won an award. Uh, for being one of the best actors in my troupe, it's something I'm very, uh, very excited about. Josh, like what like about you? People. Um, <laughs> I recently started a podcast. A podcast. <laughs> Congratulations, best out of five. Boys, uh, going great already. <laughs> I have one, it was me and my girlfriend's one year, like couple, like a month ago. Oh, cool. yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure that same day I broke up with mine. So, you do, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Austin, how are you doing? Man, I'm just like, I'm just chilling. Yeah, He's ditching us for a different school next year so. I, I, oh, really? I don't know I might Where are you going? Stratford Or where are you? Stratford Crackheadville. Yeah. So we had the idea to start out with um, gaming for our first episode And later we'll get into more stuff like uh, our view on politics, culture, stuff like that uh, I feel like this is the Here's, here's the, the first, first. <laughs> I feel this is the most opportune time to start on gaming Because E3 was just a couple days ago Yeah. So what I did they cover at E3? I didn't so well, my watch dad it. bought the 180 dollars version of Final Fantasy VII. That's of course me. he did. Oh really? Was he mm-hmm. high as a kite? <laughs> yeah, he was drunk. Yeah. Cool. Trimming that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so what did they talk about at E3? I wasn't there. Uh, Keanu Reeves, pretty much. Uh, uh, well, yeah, the most popular game at E3 by far was Cyberpunk. I mean, I would so, say that's pretty much <laughs> simply because <laughs> of Keanu Like simply because of Reeves. <laughs> it's also oh, they've been the new Halo. That's a thing. The new Halo. Which... Uh, I missed really? that. Really? I missed that. All the right, Halo, let's, let's go topic by topic. Um... I'll start. Okay, I mean, so we're I know just this. Keeping, is... We're just keeping it going, then Austin yeah. just pops on in. I know this is a controversial thing, but Whoa, we're starting Fallout seventy six. Oh my gosh! Not looking not... forward to it. I don't know how to say. This. I feel like it's gonna be very imbalanced. Battle Royale. I played it. It's really not like it. It's. Is it as bad as people say it is? It's or not bad. I'm pretty it's much just bad. waiting it's, for uh, it's decent. Battle Royale to die. So. Oh, it's not that. I, I, as someone who's been a fan of the battle royale genre since PUBG, I donated to their Patreon. I really, like, I, I was a huge supporter of that game, and I've kind of seen all the games that have popped up since then. In my opinion, by far, the best battle royale is still PUBG. No one has the- I actually forgot they exited beta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know, I, PUBG was pretty fun. I feel like, I yeah, feel like too many people, people got into Fortnite too fast and PUBG kind of got overlooked. But it's still, like, a really decent good, well-built game. Uh, Fortnite feel, for nine-year-olds. I was going to say, if you want know my personal opinion, Fortnite is a cancer. Well, the best <sighs> thing about PUBG is that it's kept a consistent player base, and since uh, Fortnite's popularity has died down... and uh, Substantially. The like, the substantially. And the battle royale genre is, in total is just kind of dying down. More hardcore fans are, are migrating back to that game. That game has the highest play numbers it's had in, like, two years or so. I mean, just like, gonna put it out there, obviously, Black Ops 4 Battle Royale is where it's at, so... Oh, it just became uh... pay-to-win. Blackout, Blackout became really good. It is kind of pay-to-win, but that's just any Black Ops game, and I'm right. I mean, uh, I played Destiny 2 religiously, so... Yeah, Daniel <laughs> plays nothing but uh, Destiny 2. Speaking Fine. of Black Ops Call of Duty, Duty uh, Modern Warfare... Um, oh, yeah. I had it pre-ordered. Not worried about Probably. it. So, yeah, I don't feel ordered. like it's pre-order-worthy just yet, because every time I pre-order a game, it ends up being total trash, so I don't so want to put a curse so on it. <laughs> the only reason I'm not pre-ordering it is because I'm waiting to see if they cut anything from the game. Yeah, They're not they, going to... They I already cut one line of dialogue, uh, in but um, it was between a Russian soldier and another one during a flashback cutscene. Oh, a rape, the rape yeah, thing. Yeah. I Man, if I don't get to shoot up another uh, airport, I'm gonna be upset. See, that's what I'm saying. I feel like the whole controversy with that was people were freaking out that there's a woman that like pulls a gun on you and you defend yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. People were saying that the game was too gritty and realistic. And people weren't saying that. It was game journalists, like Dean Takanatsu. I mean, they're, they're not wrong. See, a lot of people are it, excited for that game, but... But would you say it's too realistic, or is the point I of the game like, too realistic? Like it's, I feel like it's going back to Call of Duty. It's like World at War. It had, like, war crimes and cutscenes that went through the horrible ballot of Stalin. the beginning, and they had the cigarette. Yeah, they were no, burning they, it on people. So that, was, that was a gritty, I realistic like, war game, and it sold the best out of almost all the Call of Duties. And it's one of the most well-regarded. And I feel like that's where Call of Duty's hardcore player base is, because these game journalists, and these games, games aren't meant for little kids. They get the problem. Though. There's an immature rating for a reason. Exactly. And these SJWs and these game journalists who review the game and talk it's trash about it, they're not gonna buy the games. That's all there is. People that are upset that you're killing women in the game, they're not gonna buy the game. And like World at War, it was I bad, but now everyone's so overly sensitive. It's like, you I know. definitely, I definitely think it's a. Uh... I feel like it's gonna be a good game, but like World at War didn't it have the opening cutscene where you were caught by Japanese soldiers? World at War, World at yeah, War, so well, it, and, it, and it like you it. see a guy's throat literally get slashed yes. right in front of you, blood splatters. That's realistic. Like this game isn't meant for children, and I feel like people are trying to get stuff so demonetized now. Exactly. It's not even demonetization, People are letting their kids. Play people are games trying are to are make it. Form. People are trying to make games overall just more PC. That's why. The, that's why when the futuristic COD more, more more PC, you know, more oh. family oriented, less controversial, you mean less? PG? No, PC, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's like I mean <laughs> it's like I personally, uh, I feel like there's a fine line between realistic and gritty and outright gruesome, and I don't feel like Call of Duty has crossed that line yet. And I feel like the closest they ever got to that was no Russian. And if this game I want I want this game to be the neck, I want this game to be no Russian. Anymore. Because it's what Call of Duty needs to revive its hardcore player base. No Russian was one of the most intense missions I've ever seen because it was you literally play as a terrorist and like real life terrorists do that stuff. Mm-hmm. It gives you that like weird sense of. Well, no, you play as. You, guess... you see, I'm sitting over here. I Don't didn't you grow dare up say satisfaction. Cause cause I, I had grew problem. up playing Halo Three. Well, yeah, like. <laughs> like y'all were playing Modern Warfare 2 and Modern Warfare 3 well I, was, I feel like the Halo, Halo games don't have that same problem because they, they, n- they never Aliens. started out as gritty real because Call Ali- of Duty stuff. yeah because Call of Duty started out as gritty war games like uh, Black Ops 1 yeah. uh, World of War and then they migrated to the more PC uh, kind of family friendly like space Warfare 3, Advanced Warfare exactly and that's what the hardcore that's what the main player base did like Halo never started out as that and that's why the main player base, except for Halo Four and Five, that's why they've consistently liked the games because it stayed true to its morals. It stayed true to space combat. It's only really evolved, evolved on its main principles. You know, so. I'm sorry, but after Reach, the game just like crap. Halo Reach. I'm I telling mean, you, after Reach five, was, five, was never played. Reason, Reach. No, the reason I'm such a high advocate for Destiny, both games, um, is because I grew up playing Halo Three and ODST. You so know, ODST was trash, and Reach before I went to Destiny. I feel, like, well, I feel like Destiny's going to have really high expectations and goals for itself now that they've had the Activision, Activision split. But mm. I don't know if they're going to be well, able to actually get to that what's it called? without oh. Activision. They're saying Destiny three is gonna be more like World of Warcraft, which I love. I, I love mean, it. yeah, never used, played it, so it's a lot. It's like a, it's a. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's really fun, but you spend a lot of time on it. So. Reach and Halo Who three were my favorite Halos. They were yeah. so amazing. Reach, you didn't even play as Master Chief, but it was still so fun. Like gave I, us, it gave us backstory on Reach. For sure exactly, me. it like it it it, it expanded. Chief. It expanded upon the universe. It's I, I personally like Halo three ODSP. I like, because uh, as much as playing as Master Chief is fun, having a more, like, uh, I guess you get to call it boots-on-the-ground, average soldier kind of perspective of the Covenant, it really puts it in, it. I think Halo 3 ODST is the closest that um, Halo's ever gotten to horror, because walking through, like, the dark streets, and you hear, like, the, the Covenant ships blowing by, and you hear, the, you know, the uh, big old boys. Well, yeah, because of oh, what it's like to be just a because really to you smart one. True exactly, Spartanus. because that's the really the only time you feel vulnerable. And oh, what I what, feel like... I was just in my personal opinion, I'm not actually a fan of the more boots on the grounds game, on the on the ground games because I mean I just played my heart out for like Titanfall, just maximum movement, like 50 miles an hour. Yeah, I agree. I, stuff I, like that, fast paced games and less realistic games, I think are fun. But I feel like uh, I they definitely have their place, and I feel like some of the most popular games and have- Call of Duty isn't one of them. Call of Duty. It is a fast-paced game, and it is, but it's. It, it started out as gritty, and it migrated from that, and a lot of people want to go back to it, which I completely understand. I just well, a lot mean, of people want to go back to it, but they're trying to go back to it, and it's messing, it's making a lot of people mad. After, after Ghosts happened, Call of Duty just went futuristic. I'm sorry, Ghosts was a trash can. It was. I agree. Okay, Ghosts, ghost, no, 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 hold on, i got to argue for Ghosts here. Ghosts tried, you? I think the campaign was really good. Ghosts' campaign was really good. Multiplayer had a lot of flaws And a lot? Whatever the hell the alien thing was That was bad <laughs> Stonehaven <laughs> That entire thing was a flaw A lot <laughs> But I think that Ghost did really Well For the shithand it was film You know Yeah uh, I mean yeah. I really didn't like Ghost I didn't play it a lot to be granted I didn't really invest Like a hundred hours into the game Yeah But I feel like If a game isn't good enough To get me hooked Within the first like three hours I'm not gonna keep playing it And Ghost wasn't one of them and You know You go into like, the first three hours To get hooked <laughs> Yeah uh, like Destiny feel, uh, 1 That's the problem I have with it uh, We Like Daniel and I Went through the entire campaign And it's still kind of It's just kind of too slow That's the problem It's not it's good To be able to But see that's the thing I feel like it has A game to be a uh, amazing game Has to get you hooked In those first few yeah, hours That's the problem it's, it's like any book or essay You know the hook Is what catches the reader yeah you Got to get with it exactly that. like uh, Bio. Thanks for striving. Oh, thanks thanks had, Shriver, I was saying. Bungie's always had that problem in general, though, even with some of the very first like Halo 1 and 2. I'll tell you, that problem. it doesn't have, yeah. That problem. I agree. The starts to Halo 1 and 2 were really didn't actually slow. play any of the Halo games. Gonna be honest with you guys right now. I'll but, tell you who doesn't have that problem creators of games like Heavy Rain and Detroit, Those games have amazing hooks, I agree, but they're also not the same kind of game. They're not the same kind of game, but, but they do have amazing, they have amazing op- like the opening to Detroit Become Human when you play as Connor, uh-huh. like the amount of information that you're given about the universe in this, like, small little, like, 15-minute frame, it, like, it intrigues you. Everything intrigues you. Okay, let's talk about that opening scene. That opening scene consists of Connor going in as a hostage negotiator. They're... We're introduced to this android uh, utopia, or dystopia, I guess, Um, of a world in the close future that takes place in Detroit, which, I don't know why it would take place in Detroit. I'd assume because that's where the first automobiles were created, Yeah, yeah, that was a reference to that. Anyway, um...
1: You We're also, open to
0: the entire Detroit Become Human game is really, it's uh, very close, you can really closely relate it to the uh, right for civil rights for blacks, and one of the most key point cities for civil rights activists was, was Detroit. D- was Detroit, yeah. Um, anyway, Detroit, it opens us to this scene of, you are an android, and humans humans either hate or dislike you. Most of them hate you as in we see in the opening scene how when that woman was screaming for somebody to save her child that she realized it's an android and she tells the and, android to stay away from her. Exactly. Because like, fir- we learned we, we, in the first ten minutes we learned that one, this is a society where androids are heavily depended upon. We also learned that androids are starting to rebel that they can hurt humans. That they can become sentient. That they can become sentient. All this we learned in the first ten minutes and that builds in the entire game. Every single theme that's, ex- that's hinted at In the first ten minutes, is built upon throughout the rest of the game. That's why the game was so popular. It definitely was very closed out. Uh, No matter what ending you got, the story made sense. You know. So So did that game have any big reviewers um, going like how the Call of Duty Modern Warfare is going right now, but for a civil rights standpoint?
1: There really wasn't.
0: Think so? No, there wasn't any like. Because everyone kind of so got... So many people were excited, for hey, the movie, but there wasn't a lot of hate on it. There wasn't a lot of hate on it because... Not just because of the story, because the story was... The story was amazing. The story it was, was amazing, but story. that wasn't why the game was hyped up. The game was hyped up because of the mechanics, because of the multiple different endings. How every single action, dialogue, choice has a direct impact. And an engine. On that. it, well, that's exactly like the game Heavy Rain. Let's talk about that. Heavy Rain is such a good game. Heavy Rain is... Because that people. story is amazing, because that's like a real life story. You know, stuff that could could actually happen. Sean! Sean, Sean, and it's like you go through the trauma that this father does. You feel for this father as he tries to get his son back after losing his first. Isn't and no, 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 like uh, Josh just like sh- uh, pretended nobody saw cuts off his off finger. Follow and <laughs> heavy rain. Nobody a similar cuts story. Finger. You're looking for your son named Sean. But like it, it, it's. <laughs> It shows how much that he was willing to go through to get his son back after losing his first. Like, he couldn't live through that again. He knew his ex-wife couldn't live through that again. You see, I'm trying to relate to all this, but as I said earlier, I strictly play Destiny. I mean, welcome I no to the I idea club. what you're yeah. talking about. Well, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to, like, ease in and listen to what's happening and ask, like, related questions, but I'm over here like, uh, that's like, a game. The Christian threw shade on it yesterday, but I got an email from Bungie saying yesterday I'm in the top 1,000 Crucible players. So... I'm a pretty big deal. I mean, since Daniel over here just has a massive penis, let's talk about <laughs> it a little bit. Uh, I talk about how Crucible's unbalanced. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you have Recluse, so I or guess. Lunas. Lunas is trash now. I it mean, very yeah. much. It's trash. It, it is. If you so know how to use you... it. No, neither of you have the gun. It is I know trash. it got. I know it what got nerfed. What Was it just a fire rate <laughs> nerf though? It nerfed the fire rate, and um, the perk isn't the same. How did they change it? It just increases your damage still. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. You can still 3 tap. To them. You shut up. Yeah. You can still 3 tap at a lower fire rate. For those of you who don't know, uh, Daniel, Christian, and I are the only people who do play uh, Destiny Two. Okay, hey, let's and- talk about Minecraft. Fried apples. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay, god. You Why know, okay. aren't they in the game? Why, Why are they in aren't they? Okay, so listen. Next episode, Austin's not here because we all killed him. <laughs> okay, but listen though. You add you add apples, right? They have no use other than being golden. Okay, and those are so expensive. Like an enchanted golden apple. Too bad you don't use gold for literally anything else. Speaking of iconic games, what's in your boys' opinion the most. The game that shaped gaming the most, like through its creation? That shaped. (laughs) Knight! Mario. Which one? Super Mario. The first battle royale. The first battle royale. Mario Kart 64. (laughs) Balloon battle yeah that's what i was thinking balloon, balloon tower defense three <laughs> i don't know my all-time favorite video game ever is zelda ocarina time i mean, I mean yeah I I have, um i would have to agree with you on the franchise maybe not the game but the franchise i'm trying sure. to well, the graphics for that time were just amazing i don't know if you played any other 64 games but my favorite my favorite game has to be my favorite game style has to be that of like again detroit Become Human, Heavy Rain, Uh, The Walking Dead, I also especially love that series, but my favorite game ever, which it's a small indie game, it might not be indie, I don't know. I think you mean The Crafting Dead. No, um, (laughs) it's a small game, but it was so, so fun. It's a game called Oxenfree, and basically... It sounds Russian or something. It's not, it's basically, it's about these teens that get stuck on an island, and it has a great story, great characters, it has multiple endings, and it is very lore-based, and I just love games like that. That's like a tr- trash of I mean, cards. speaking of lore, who collected all your grimoire cards? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my, my favorite game of all time by far is Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, and the, yes. only, the only reason it is is because I'm playing through it for the fourth time. I haven't finished it yet. And I still... I'm, I'm, to I'm still fighting new things. I'm finding new Stranger Missions. It's such a collective. big world. That's one thing I really like. Uh, it's like, so uh, big. Ghost yeah. Recon Wildlands. Go- big open expansion worlds are amazing. Horizon Zero Dawn. I've been playing through that recently. It's really good. Oh, I beat it, that it, game It got me Easter hooked rice. like... That. The mechanics are so smooth. Yeah, it's, now, it yeah. runs so well, and the combat system is great. One of the only problems with Red Dead though is I've played through it multiple times, so I have a better understanding of the world and how it operates. But for the, when the first time that I played it, and I got I just, I just I just yeah I got sense on how big it was, how much it's there so was. To it's so overwhelming. Like even if you've played is other, it? o- it's so overwhelming. Even if you've played other big open world games like Horizon Zero Dawn or any of the. Fallout games, there's just well, I so feel like, much to do because the game is such a no. I don't want to say a poor job. It just doesn't really explain. See, like I it feel like um, yeah. Uh, you guys want to? You guys want to talk about games with no story? Red Dead Redemption is big, but it feels a lot smaller than I think it actually is because uh, there's just a so it doesn't not all the quests take you through the entire map. Like, you don't go into the Grizzlies except for, like, the first few, like, the exactly. first chapter. That's the only time you're, like, ever up there you unless no you're hunting to go something. Back. You have no reason to go back. Because once you get the big bear, you don't need to. Yeah. Well, there, I, the, only re- the only way that you can... You know, um, the only thing up there is, like, the ghost bison. Yeah. Exactly. The only way, the only reason I went back to the Grizzlies after the uh, opening introduction phase was there was a legendary fish, a legendary animal, and then there was an outlaw that I ended up killing up there. Like Oh, a yeah, was that, quest. um... Flacco? Yeah, Flacco. Mm. Flacco ain't taking no stack <laughs> And I'm just... See, my favorite video game by far... Why are you still Yeah, if any of you forgot, Austin's here. I'm just gonna say... He's I can't choose say fallout. a... I can't choose a video game. I have to choose a series, and that's gonna be the Elder Scrolls series. Okay. Mm. Like, uh, well, okay. um, Farrowin. I definitely... I definitely love the Fallout series. Fallout series I love. Fallout 76 was the worst game I've ever played. I you Whoa. know what? Ooh, I would that That's a strong claim. Cause. That is a pretty All right, let, let me explain myself. Fallout 76. Okay, 76. it had its ups and downs, but overall it just it was not a very good game. It had not no storyline that I was able to follow. It didn't get me hooked at all. Like you you wake up in a vault. Cool. Like there's nothing to it, you know. It, I, well, fr- that's well, what, a- that's what I feel like a lot of multiplayer multiplayer open world worlds like conflict with. Well, this this fall okay. is shish, is <laughs> they there is no real story to Fallout seventy six. There's go find the overseer. And, and I feel like in it, Fallout, you know, even that's, Fallout Four, like the world is really big, but I kind of just got lost in the quest line, mm-hmm. like and. I wouldn't say that's a good thing, but I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. I, like I must say the monsters a- and the guns are really good. I especially like a lot of the mechanics in the game. Yeah, but the storyline just ruined seventy six. Fallout have, four is a completely different topic. I'm gonna about. have to argue with Daniel. There is a story. There's a couple of them. They all connect together. The raiders connect to the free states, and the free states connect to the Brotherhood. Of Steel. And the leg bone connects to the hip bone. Who cares? But like, <laughs> no, that's my point is, the way you find out about that them. is so hard to find out. How to get exactly. into that specific story? It's not. I bought. The it's fit. not user friendly. I bought the special edition of Fallout 76 with a metal case. I pre-ordered my canvas bag. By the way, suck. Yeah, I I got, like, the best edition. I spent over $150 on that game. On Fallout 76? Yeah, I got the best edition, too. Did you actually get it? No. It should be coming. Yeah, well, I hope it. But anyway, no. (laughs) So, an hour and a half, probably hour and a half, two hours into the game, I had no idea what I was doing. I was trapped in an area that I couldn't get out until I was a high enough level. I kept getting ambushed by enemies that I couldn't defeat and I had played fallout three four so like I like new Vegas like i was I was good enough it followed up that shouldn't have been happening i but it just keep it just, the overwhelming amount of enemies and then the sto- only storyline I could find out I was testing water to see if it was clean or not, and I did that for like so long it got I put down my controller, I was like what am I doing? It was such a useless mission it, like testing water that mission was so dumb I it was so didn't dumb do. it. I got trapped into doing it. I couldn't find anything else to do. Like, and that's one of the first things they get, get you to go do. Go to that town. Oh, like, Water Supply? Go ahead and check that. 76 is in final unless you have friends to play with. Okay, I feel And, go. like, while we're talking, like, well, I mean, you guys keep talking about 76, but we're on the topics of games that were way too hyped up. Anthem, am I right? Oh, what happened to Anthem? I never played I mean, it. It died. Shit. It died like that. So I saw it. Daniel and I saw it, and we were like, I'll pre-order it. We can game share it, you know? It'll be fun. Yada yada yada. Well, what ended up happening was He ended up getting a disc version from GameStop. Of course, when I went to pre-ordered it, when I went to pre-order it, they were like, Oh, you want digital? I was like, Yes, digital. And they're like, Okay, disc. So I got disc. That's problem number one. I mean that's that's not. Anything well yeah, with nobody the game. else except for you and our entire friend group had the game. Because it was so hyped up. It looked like it was gonna be fantastic. Like it's like if Cyberpunk right now would just plummet. And, exactly. I mean down. it it had so much potential and it just crashed. Yeah. And that like you don't really know what to say about that. I feel like because you can com- you, you complete the main you complete the main storyline and maybe an a-, a few hours and then it's like, what? What, what there's now? There's nothing else to do. There's because it doesn't have an end game. There's no in game <laughs> okay. content. There's the strongholds, but there's, Which no, is where there's no point in doing the strongholds where people because were, you yeah. do the strongholds to get better loot, and then what's your better loot for? More strongholds. Like Oh my god, dude. I feel like one of the biggest games I felt that was Day is Gone. Day is Gone wasn't super hype. There was always kind of a lot of caution around it. Yeah. But I bought it. I pre ordered it actually. I saw, Any game I pre order immediately big, becomes trash. Fair warning we are horse. at the five minute mark. I pre-ordered it because I really liked the concept of the game. I'm a huge Sons of Anarchy fan, I like motorcycles in general, uh, so I thought it would be a really fun game. And to an extent, the main storyline was fun, but it gave you no reason to do it. Like Doing the hordes was nigh on impossible until you got to a certain point, and then once you got to it, there was no like slowly, slow buildup of equipment. It was like you play the first three hours and then you get the best LMG, you get the best pistol, you get the best rifle. And then you cruise through literally every like I had never I barely died after I got three guns and I never changed it out because it never gave you any incentive to because you could always find more. That's the problem that I guess the destiny really came into, especially with crucible wise. Dust Rock, Lunas, and a warcliff. Yeah, and there's, exactly. no, there's There there's there's no reason to switch weapons because nothing else could compete against the same Luna. No, Yeah. I mean if if you were like mid range, you just close the gap. If you were too if you're too close, just pull out your dust rock. It's like there's no exactly There's, like, there's no, no way to fight against. And then it. after you, def- unless you, you have like a sniper and it's like a zero mobility type, like they, what are you gonna do? Well, that's snipers are in a good place, I think. Snipers are in a very good place right now. I feel like shotguns are in a great place. Well, shotguns shotguns have been are in a, good place. in a good place. Yeah, true. coming from somebody who's god tiered at sniping. No, but then you do the main quest. Top 1,000 in the world. You do the main quest in days gone, and then it shows you just how much stuff is left to do. By the time I finished the main quest, I thought I'd been doing a lot of of hordes. I'd done like there was like 80 hordes to do, 80 strongholds. There's all this stuff to do, and it doesn't evolve the gameplay at all. Like the base gameplay never really changes, and it's just repetitive. Like Like zombies and I feel like that is that is the main problem with. Zombie survive based I, games. It's repetitive and it eventually just becomes the same thing. They're so oversaturated at this point. Yeah. To, to be that's fair, days I gone. Play, yeah. Honest. And that's the problem with making a game like that is there's it's hard to break the mold and do anything else. Like it, well, I feel like true. Seven Days to Die did a very good job of that. Yeah. I feel like there's um. Well, Seven Days to Die was really piant was like the pioneer for zombie games. Yeah. I personally, I know you guys, you guys are kind of hinting at Daisy here. I personally love Daisy. I think it's a great game because it meant it's meant to be good. no storyline. It is purely, purely survival. But that's the thing. I it gets repetitive after a while. It you does can, get repetitive. You can play it for so long before it's like, what now? I mean, I've been doing the same thing but it's for also, five it's straight. also one of the games where you always kind of want to go back to it after you've played it once. I mean, I so can't relate the thing to about, that. The thing about zombies games is I'll play it, and then for, like, a few months I won't play it. And I'll be like, remember exactly. that game? I want to go back to that and exactly. just see how it's doing. And then I'll get better at it, and then I'll be like, it's getting repetitive again. Exactly. I'll never, back be, off in another, I'll, I'll never be able to play Daisy because on PC it was so bad, and I went because I I, uh, I went to look at the developers and I went to see what was going on with the game because I wanted to I wanted to make sure that it wasn't my fault. I because, and basically from what I could tell, the development was super far behind. There was like five people working on it. The lead director made his millions in pre-orders and then dipped. And the actual quote from one of the Daisy developers about making games. <laughs> It's just freaking hard, man. So I'll never be. I'll never play that game. And like, I feel like, especially on console, the user fit, like, the interface isn't very user friendly. It's kind of difficult to navigate and understand, and it doesn't tell you it's poorly explained. It is poorly explained. The crafting system makes those no things. That is true. Yeah. Because there's no there's no handbook that you can even find. You just have to know which means you have to rely on the internet, which is not what games are supposed to do. Yeah, dude, I hate exactly. that. Exactly, a game should be self. You, you should be able to do everything in a game from You should be able to game. find out in a game, that's why I love games. I mean, it except cool. for cheat codes. That's one of the reasons I'll well, never even, play Destiny. Even in Red Dead, because- the cheat codes are right in front of you, yeah, you they're, just have to look for they're them. They're in newspaper, And that's yeah. smart. Like, on the Callaway's Revolver, there's a cheat code on there. Exactly. You just have to I it. I love Callaway's Revolver, because it's a Schofield. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I'll never play Destiny. Is because so much of the story you have to like collect cards and you have to read them all. That's like, Destiny on a One. Website. Destiny Two is a lot better. Than well, it. I don't know about Destiny Two, but that's the reason I'll never. That's Destiny that One. Kinda had really Destiny big with that kind of killed Destiny for me. Yeah, people people really hated on it. Destiny for that. One story was shit. That's one thing. By the time, De- the Taken King, which was the first, it was for Taken's ex- uh, equivalent for uh, D One. It saved the game. It really did. It had a good story, and so did Rise Fire and After. But so many people had already left at that point. It was. It just kind of faltered, you know.
1: It you was know, just taking a shot blew in the dark. Blew
0: up huge. It has so many loyal players. But it could have been so much more better if there was more content in the very beginning. So, I feel like, I feel like that, interesting that's, that's kind of what like I think that. about Curse of Osiris. Curse of Osiris is a laughing stock Because if you didn't play when it came out Here's how this went You played the first There was like six story missions I want to say And then there was a raid Mini raid which was a boss and a jumping puzzle And then you were done Like they didn't add any new content You could content quite literally techniques. do the entire expansion In like five hours Personally I thoroughly enjoyed the Curse of Osiris campaign But I also joined after Warmind and Forsaken had come yeah, okay. out You have to imagine this We beat the campaign in the raid there's nothing to do. So that's Crucible, and at that point, Crucible was sweaty because all it was was but snipe, not sniper rifles, but scout rifles—and the rifle. and see that's that's what I feel like the real problem is with Destiny and just FPS games in general is balance is hard. Like it's balance is near impossible. shut um, up. That's one of the reasons I don't like the games like as a service kind of like. Like style that a lot of games, like Battlefield 5. One of the reasons I'll, I like I bought it when it first came out, right? And I after I play I played the war stories. I played like the four maps that they had unveiled. I did all the game modes, and that was it. It literally in within the first day I done everything the game had to offer and they and everyone said that if I just kept playing the game for like another five months or another six months there'd be a lot more content to come every battlefield game comes into that problem but I I feel like battlefield 5 is the first game to really it didn't help that the game has such a small player base to begin with because of the terrible marketing and terrible marketing. I feel like Battlefield Relax. One. I, I also I came into Battlefield One like probably like I'd say like seven months after it originally came out. So I may have been just a little late to the party, but it already had a bunch of maps, a bunch of game modes, like over a hundred weapons. And I hear, I, is it is it as good as is it? It is better Battlefield than Battlefield Five. Is Battlefield One is definitely better than Battlefield Five. It looks graphically better. The textures are better. Yeah, but the Battlefield One has better. such a low. What, what base was the one that it has such a low? Every Battlefield loses its main player base within the first, first month. It, the, yeah. The, yeah. What was the game we played? The battle Royale. Bad. Okay, so the problem I, I mean, have with Battlefield battle One Royale, so. is, I, I got it off Game Share. So, I, I had already come in with a bunch of like crates and stuff that other people had already bought because that's just, I mean, up, up, up of Game Share. Well. I got in there and I got a bunch of weapon skins and there was, one, no way I could figure out, research how to put them actually on. Yeah. So I don't don't know what the deal was with that. And two, the map was so big and the controls were not fluid fluid or properly introduced. So I kind of just was walking, I was just a rolling potato in the wind. Uh, What game is this? Battlefield 1 or Battlefield Mm -hmm. 1? I really like Battlefield 1. I I feel feel like I feel like the objective and the game modes were fun but I didn't it didn't explain nor did I understand the operations of the campaigns or just the combat in general. I prefer the sniper, right? Uh, the sniper I feel right? like Battlefield 1 had a huge focus on sniper rifles and bolt-action rifles. 100%. You couldn't get close to anyone. Exactly. And I feel like Battlefield 1... or Yeah, Battlefield 1 really well, didn't Well, that's have, what I live for in Battlefield games. Well, it about. didn't really have any good mid-range combat, because if you got too close to people, you found people with, like, the spam, a, like, 10A Hunter or the 19... 19- 87 fucking slam pump action shotgun that can kill five people in a minute. That's true. And <laughs> not like, even a minute. Not even a minute. The trench shotguns that Germans it were it so can, scared of. Exactly. And then you get to further ranges and you have people with like the, uh, the like Gewehr MP- in their in And The it shot so fast. It shot. It's, it's very like, unbalanced. But in the aim assist. I feel like console. Battlefield One was balanced, but you had to be good with either shotguns or bolt action rifles. That's why it was a big adjustment from people that went from playing Battlefield Four, which was mainly an assault rifle focused game. Well, yeah, even now in Battlefield 5, I want to, mostly, I want infantry rifles are the big thing. Yeah, I definitely think these are good opinions on games. Anyway, we are uh, at the point where we need to stop, so if you're listening at all, thank you. Oh, that was, okay. It was quite a while, yeah. That, that uh, than thank you, before. and we will be back next Thursday for another episode of the Water Buddies podcast.